Welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast, episode number 54. Yep, and today we're helping you to overcome those setbacks, how to deal with setbacks on your way to achieving your goals. This is especially important if you're working towards body shape change or strength goals or new fitness and lifestyle goals, right? Because a lot of us really struggle with understanding that the goal is not about avoiding setbacks, it's but understanding that they are indeed inevitable, accept them, be proactive, and learn to shorten our bounce back ability curve. So we're gonna unpack this right here, right now. Let's get started. Well, hello there, goddess. How are you today? Just want to check in. Just want to use today's podcast to check in on you because this is the setbacks podcast. Yep, this is how to deal with setbacks. And if you're listening to this, you might feel like you're deep in the valley and you need a little bit of help. You're stuck in that hole and you need someone to lift you out. And I'm hoping that you're going to do this with some audio inspiration from us today and to help you to truly accept what is going on uh, with regard to feeling you are, you know, setting yourself back. Your curveballs are coming in thick and fast and you want to know a way to get back on track. So shall we dive in? Yay! Okay, so how to deal with setbacks. The key thing that we need to understand with regards to setbacks is that you need to know that your goals do not happen in a vacuum, right? Just like people say to me, I'll wait until X, Y, Z calms down until I start something or, you know, I could maybe do six weeks or 12 weeks here where, you know, it's, it's not so busy. I'll, I'll wait till next week when it's easier or next month or, you know, such and such is coming or there's a birthday coming up and maybe it would be better if I didn't do it then, right? I think we believe that it is the lack of obstacles that make us successful. Or that the only way we're going to be successful um, with regards to a body change or a lifestyle change program is if there's no obstacles in our path, right? So here's here's some here's a tough love. Here's some um, honest truth straight into your heart: is that there will always be curveballs, right? You cannot achieve a goal that you set yourself and not expect life to throw everything at you, all the resistance in the world. And it's up to you to be able to still keep going to build those daily disciplines, which is what we're going to talk about, even in the face of that resistance, because that is truly what it means to succeed. Okay. That's the only way that you are going to reach the next level to be able to do that, right? So resistance is a given. Resistance doesn't mean that there's a phrase that we have here in Northern Ireland, which is don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Which basically means that it's not the goal that's wrong. It's not that you wanting the thing is bad. It's just resistance of what happens when you try to up level, when you try to make change. And we're going to talk about what that is and how that works. Okay. So first of all, the most important thing you need to do when dealing with setbacks is acknowledge that setbacks are inevitable. They are part of the process. The obstacle is the process, right? Now, your choice of how to deal with that obstacle, that, res that you know, resistance, that curveball, 
is what we want to help you to, you know, be able to, to filter. But the setback itself is inevitable. The obstacle is inevitable. You may get sick. Your family might get sick. You might get injured. There might be a deadline at work. There might be family come visit. You might be traveling. All of these things happen and your life doesn't happen in the, in the vacuum of those things, right? These happen all the time. So when you're following a new eating plan or a new training plan, you need to be able to still follow that eating and training plan when all of these things happen. And that's about prioritization, right? But mostly it's about acceptance. So you need to accept and acknowledge that setbacks are inevitable. They're going to happen. Then you need to have a plan in place to be proactive before the setback. Okay. So this is where your routines and rituals are so, so, so important. When you're starting out something new, rather than what we tend to do, which is take massive action and go, I'm going to go to the gym for hours and I'm going to do, you know, all of this batch cooking and I'm going to get everything organized. And then three days later, we're exhausted and we can't lift ourselves off the sofa, right? Or such and such, you know, turns up unexpectedly or they turn up when they're supposed to and you still need to clean the house and do the laundry and all of these things, right? So when you uh, first start a new body shape change, lifestyle change, journey, right? Or a fitness journey, you need to have the routines and rituals in place. The small little 1% increment of change, right? How you do breakfast, how you do your morning, when you fit your workout in, what's your pre-workout and post-workout routines, okay? They become so important, but so is the mindset. So when you first of all accept that setbacks are going to happen and it's not about you being a failure, it's just this is this is what happens. This is exactly part of the process. This is exactly right. This is exactly what we anticipated. That when it's your mindset, it's about a choice, right? It's a choice between oh my goodness, the world is conspiring against me. I'm never going to make this happen. Uh, these obstacles must mean that I'm just not able to do it. I'm not strong enough. I'm not disciplined enough. I'm not motivated enough. I don't have enough willpower, right? Inner mean girls having a conversation with you right there. Um, but also knowing the difference between, you know, what happens, the feeling that we get when we're in the zone, right? The feeling that we get when we're in the zone where things just become a little bit easier, more automatic, they're taking less time versus the perceived struggle of getting started. Although there is a little bit of actual physics behind that. I'm going to share a little story about that. But knowing the difference and not reacting to either of those scenarios. Okay, let me give you an example. The bicycle. The bicycle example is so good for this, right? So when you start on a bicycle, those first three pedals that you do, right, can feel really hard because you've stopped, right? You're at a standstill. You pedal one, two, three, four. And as you get that little bit of momentum, then you're able to pedal less. It doesn't feel as hard. You're cruising. You're enjoying yourself. There's lovely things to see either side of you and you're in the zone, right? Then you have to stop again because, hello, there's a, you know, pedestrian crossing. There's a, um, a fork in the road, right? Um, you there's a big bump ahead. Or you're tired and you need to rest. So you stop, right? Now, when you stop, we all know that when you get to go again, it's going to be those first couple of steps that just feel a little bit like, oh, okay, I got to keep going, right? 
So this is exactly the same when it comes to your goals, following a plan, following an eating plan, etc. So it's the difference between the feeling in the zone versus the perceived struggle of getting started or restarted. So this is what we call, this is the, the, the science behind this in the habit formation is learned behavior, right? Creating a habit and making a habit become automatic. There was a study that was done, um, and I got this from the most amazing book on habits, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he shares a story where a scientist used a cat and a series of a little mini may it was actually like a uh, box with a hat with a door that they had to press a little pedal and it would let the door open and they could get out and eat some food now at the beginning it maybe took the cat five six minutes to be able to figure out that he you know put the pedal down and was able to get out then when he figured that out and that that was what he was doing it went down to three minutes then it went down to one minute it got down to 12 seconds right so after a series of six to, I think it was six to eight weeks of doing this practice, the cat nailed it. <laughs> and he's like, I know what I need to do. 10 seconds, 12 seconds, right? So in the beginning, when you're setting things up, it takes longer because you don't know what you're doing because you've never done this before. Now, the problem happens in that, how do we feel about that, right? We feel that when we can't do something easily that we're crap, that we're shit, that we must punish ourselves, that we're a failure versus acknowledging that you've never done it before, not judging yourself, right? Not judging yourself in that moment and being able to realize that as you learn and do it more, you will get better. Yeah. So no breakthrough is going to come from more judgment stop being hard on yourself. Yep. So you're not broken. There is nothing wrong with you. It's just, this is the way the process happens. So if you do have a setback or it takes you a little bit while to get back going again, that's normal. That's the process. That's the way it works. But your mindset needs to be in a place of understanding that yes, to get restarted does feel a little bit more like, oh, but your choice to struggle over it, your choice to judge yourself is optional, right? You got that? So knowing that this is going to happen, you need to have that plan in place. We're going to talk about that in a little bit more. Um, and then knowing the difference between getting started or restarted and that sort of energy versus feeling in the zone is just because with more time and practice, habits become more automatic. Yeah? You understand that one? Good. Okay. Here's the thing about staying down. Okay. So say, for example, you have, you know, fallen off, there's a setback, you're injured, their family have come, all of that sort of stuff. The longer we stay down, the more our minds make up about how hard it is to get back on. Right? We suddenly create this perception of, oh, it's going to take so much effort. And look, remember the last time I did it, that was really hard. And, it, you know, it's, it's me. I don't have enough willpower. This maybe isn't that important to me. I'll not even bother. Right? How many times does that inner mean girl win when you're down? When you're falling off that unicorn and you're like, oh, 
you know, you got injured, family happened, you, it didn't work out the way you thought it was going to, you didn't think it was as easy as it was going to be, all of these things, and when we stay down. The problem also with staying down is we just make it harder for ourselves. Habits like re repetition, right? We learn by, you know, doing. So when you first learned how to get started, you only did that once. So just like the little cat pedaling that little pedal to open his door, at the beginning, it took him longer. Now, did the cat go, oh my God, I'm the worst cat ever. Oh, I'm never going to be able to do this and just lay down in that box. No, it was motivated to get out and get himself the thing that he wanted, which is food, right? And probably a nice cuddle. So the longer we stay down, the more our minds make up about how hard it is to get back on. And we just have a little pity party or tell ourselves we're failures or that it's not even something we want anymore. And we just lie to ourselves, right? The guilt and shame, the double whammy for women that sends us into that pity party and the inner mean girl has a friggin' party. <laughs> That's what she's doing. She's having a friggin' party. She's telling you, you know, this isn't for you. You don't deserve this. Who did you think you were? Are you even trying to do it? right? All of those horrible things that she says to you. I mean, if your inner mean girl was your friend, you would have kicked her to the curb years ago, by the way, okay? So you need to reduce the time to bounce back. The quicker you get back on the unicorn, the better. We say the unicorn because, hey, why would you want to get on a horse when you could get on a unicorn? So the quicker you get back on the unicorn, the better. The longer you break from the consistency, the harder it will seem to you to get restarted. Okay, so reduce the time to bounce back. That's all it is. So the thing is, this doesn't happen also in a vacuum. So say you've fallen off for the first time. Of course, it's going to feel a little bit more difficult getting back on again because you've only practiced starting once. So when you practice restarting more than once, you'll get better at it. So if you give yourself a break, hello, and go, okay, that, well, you know, I just kind of fell off and it wasn't working for me at that point because X, Y, and Z, I'll give it another go. And if you approach it from a experiment, some fun, this is a game type of attitude, then you will feel better, which is what we want it, right? It won't feel like a struggle. It won't feel like, you know, a judgy, wudgy mess. So you need to have a comeback plan. So a comeback plan is where you would start slow. So just like you are on a bike, right? You don't, when you do those first couple of pedals, you don't start on a hill, especially, do you know what I mean? You don't just go straight into like craziness unless you're mental. <laughs> I can hear some of you going, well, that's what I did when I was a kid, right? But we don't normally. We start on a nice flat surface where we know that we can go slow and steady um, and we just get back into that zone, right? So you need to have a comeback plan. It needs to be something that is a little bit slow and steady and isn't jumping into the deep end of, of crazy. Now, what does this look like in terms of training plans? So if you have been knocked off your plan because of being ill, for example, or injured, and you were at a certain week in your training plan, where do you start back again, right? Well, we always recommend in our community, in our Sexy Strong community, that you follow a comeback plan. And the comeback plan will be based on where you started, right? So, or where you're at right now. How, you know, how long it's been since you did, you were on that unicorn. Um, 
what your body is you know able to do in terms of it was illness where you're at and then you can choose to do that for a week two weeks three weeks four weeks depending on where the starting point was right so then you can then once you're in the zone and in that kind of cruise control then you can move back into your original training plan yeah so how does this look like for food okay well breakfast went wrong just keep sticking to it for lunch i couldn't train today because you know, there was an emergency or my car broke down or something like that, get back on tomorrow. I'm sick. I've been sick for, you know, two weeks. Where do I start? Well, the comeback plan, what's one small thing that you can do? In our community, it generally starts with the Pruthi, okay? Because we can make that Pruthi, give ourselves amazing nutrition to, to boost energy, good quality calories, begin the healing process. Um, and then we might start with a walk or we might start with some mobility, Yeah. Um, and some meditation to get your mindset right. Yep. So if you're sick for a week or more, create a slow, steady plan to get back. Make it easy, make it enjoyable, make it satisfying, and then create routines and rituals to support that habit again, right? So each of those things are a habit. Going for a walk daily is a habit. Taking a prudy uh, in the morning is a habit. You know, to having your hydration, taking your supplements regularly, all of these are habits. You know, doing a little mobility series, which will what we generally do as a warm up for our kettlebell training. You can just do that as a little practice. It takes a couple of minutes, just gets the body moving, the blood a pumping. Yeah. And that's the way that you can do it. So, just to recap, with regards to setbacks, what you need to understand is that they are inevitable. Your life does not exist in a vacuum. You cannot wait for things to calm down or for next week when it's easier or when there's nobody traveling, etc. This is your life, right? If you're learning to eat and train in a different way, then that's the priority. And everything else can be fitted around it, but you need to make that decision that that is the priority for you. If you then fall off, it doesn't go to plan, curveballs, etc., you need to have had a plan in place before that. So what are you going to do? So say, for example, you can't make something this tomorrow, right? Then you need to already have the plan going, okay, well, I didn't do that tomorrow. So tomorrow I'm going to start again and I'm going to start here, right? It's that mindfulness. Now, what tends to happen is we, we literally leave our brains when we fall off because we don't want to think about the fact that we've failed. But the problem is you haven't failed. You just had a setback. You just had a curveball. That's not failure. That's just a momentary blip, right? It literally is just a blip. And then learning how to bounce back quicker is what you need. So rather than, you know, falling off the unicorn, landing in a puddle of self-pity and staying down and telling yourself that you have no willpower and you're crap and maybe this isn't even something that I want to do anymore and this isn't even going to work and who even does this and this isn't going to work for me and why did I even try? right? Inner mean girl, she's, she's having a party, right? You need to have that plan in place to go, right, well, I'll just start back again tomorrow, or I'll start back again at lunch, or I can still get that workout in today, or I can't get a workout in, but I'll go for a walk instead, right? So you need to have a proactive plan that if something doesn't go right in your day, that you have backups, <laughs> you have plan Bs, yeah? You need to create the plan B. That's why it's called plan B. So if your plan A didn't go ahead, plan B needs to be there. Yeah. And then if it's a longer, you know, um, setback because it's out of your control, 
sickness or injury or sickness or injury of others or work being crazy or traveling or something that's outside of your your general control then you just need to also have a proactive plan about that okay well i am not well i'm gonna literally recover for x y and z i'm gonna spend this amount of time to recover and then when i'm ready to come back this is my comeback plan yeah um and during that time still connect with your community with your coach with all of that because otherwise you can easily fall into that downward spiral of oh getting restarted is so hard why is this so hard why can't i make this work that guilt and shame double whammy and the inner mean girls having a party again right so connect into where you get that accountability that boost of mindset that energy listen to podcasts do your meditations we have our 21 day superhero activation meditation um, that's part of our comeback plan to help you to come back so those are the things that you can do to get your head in the game right so the goal here is it's not about trying to avoid the curveball trying to exist in that um, vacuum it's trying to reduce the time between the bounce backs right we want to reduce the time that you're in that pity party we want to reduce the time that you are off off the off the plan or off the goal that you're looking for yeah so that's what your body learns your body learns how quickly you get back on that's where it makes the habits easier for you and you feeling in the zone yeah but that in itself is a habit the bouncing back what i realized when i was first setting goals um, one of my coaches said to me this is amazing you've had some amazing realizations we just need to shorten your little bounce back curve and i remember thinking huh that's really interesting so when things don't go right i was quite happy to have a pity party i was like oh i'm a failure and whatever and the lack of doing felt really good because you know i could kind of like wallow in my suffering a little bit and be like oh i don't have to do all this right and then i realized that actually i did want that thing <laughs> this thing was important to me and why am i down here when i need to get back on there and get going yeah but sometimes we need someone like me hello to point it out to you but also so that you're not you know you can give yourself a break right because a beaten you and a broken you is not a is not a more productive you it's not a more compassionate you it's not a best version of you right which is what we want for you okay so have a think about it if you are uh, one of our goddesses in our sexy strong community do know that we've always got your back with our comeback plan you can always check in with our coaches and be able to figure out where you are at and how we can get you restarted we have everything from our getting started calls um, and getting restarted calls to our we have a, a whole module and you know how to deal with setbacks and also our comeback plan so we got you covered all right so i would love to hear what you think about obstacles what you think about your setbacks have you been somebody that would have you know used you know thought that it was about your willpower and that you did want to exist in a vacuum because that was the only way that you're going to be able to make this happen and you didn't realize that setbacks were just part of the process right um i'd love to hear from you you can reach out to us at hello at warrior goddess kettlebell training.com uh, i've always you can go ahead and uh hit subscribe uh for our apple podcasts 
go ahead and write a review. We'd love that so much. Uh, come and interact with us in our tribe community um, on Facebook. Ways that we just want to connect with you and help you to realize that on your way to reach your goals, there may be the curveballs, but we're here to help you so that you can pick yourself back up, get back on that unicorn and keep going. All right. I look forward to connecting with you all again. Same time, same place next week. And until then, have a freaking awesome day. Bye for now. Wow. If you're still listening to this, you're my kind of gal. Yep. It means that you're really there. You're really trying to help yourself to move, to set goals, to achieve them, to, to move that needle forward. And I want to reward this particular effort and let you know that you can right now um, access and begin to access our five-day program. So moving forward in our business, we want to be able to provide a free program, a step-by-step training series that you can access on a very regular basis, live and in charge, (laughs) um, delivered on social media and through the internet very easily that you can access and find the information out, right? So we want to be able to reward those action takers, those that are really wanting to see this as a now problem or a now solution um, and that you can go and access that. So the first thing that you need to do is very simply go on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com and you can find out the information of how to access our free five-day program or go to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash five days to superhero. There you can sign up for the next program, which they run every four weeks and you will be able to access us live Yes, me delivering trainings every single day and for you to be able to get that piece of information that you're missing to be able to put together an action plan moving forward and for you to truly develop the strength, belief and body of a superhero, which is what we want for you as part of Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training. So go on over now to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash five days to superhero sign up, get access to the free five-day program, take charge, and I can't wait to see you over there. All right. I will see you same time, same place next week. Thanks for listening.